What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman. Y'all host of Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, and this week's sponsorship is from your Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and read them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in ever on the internet, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from Toppy Choose, start playing, start strolling, and start listening. You can follow any topics as you simply as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, even for the Kardashians. It will find you on the latest article and you read them to you out loud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, is on there as well. Yes, it is. Shout out to Newsy for that. I start using it as a as my default podcast app. Download and use Newsly for free from now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. Use the promo code Mr. Gentleman that I will also put in the description and receive one more free premium subscription. So you already know, y'all download Newsly now. Check it out. Support them, y'all. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman. Y'all host of Mr. Gentleman. Like that podcast. And enjoy the show. You are now listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Season 6. Hello, everybody. This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman, one fourth of the Premier Boy Podcast, and your host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And welcome to another new episode of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hope all is well. And please stay till the end of the show because I have a major announcement about the spin-off series of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. As you already know, this is the winter finale of the main series of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And this is the last guest of 2022. And on this episode, we have a poet. She is an author. She is a writer. She is a film critic. And she's even a comedian. (laughs) So we talked to her about her life journey. Her life as a writer, her life as a poet, and many more. I'm not going to hold you. This is a really dope interview. And she got a really dope, positive vibe. And I love, I really love the spirit that she would bring into this episode. And I enjoyed this episode so much. And I know y'all will as well. So y'all already know what to do. Sit back, relax, and I'll be right back. Hey, 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 you are tuned in to the Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast with your host, 
Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman, and I am Sister Chrissy Christ from A Fistful Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And at this time, I will be giving y'all the Mr. Gentleman Facts quote of the day. And today's quote of the day is, during this holiday season, let's love each other. And what I mean by that is, you know, holiday season is usually the hardest time of the year for many people. You know, many people going through many hard times. And sometimes you just don't know what somebody is going through. So what I need everybody to do at this time is tell the ones you love that you love them, be there for them, care for them, and let them know that you did for them. You just never know what somebody going through and they're going to need somebody to be there for them. And that is today with the Gentleman Facts, quote of the day. Hello, everybody. This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, and I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And this commercial break is brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. On Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, we interview many guests about their life journey, pretty much where they come from, and where they're at now. Also, promoting their brands or whatever they're doing at the time they come on the show. We also have the host talk about personal stories about himself and everything that he's been through. And also we have fun conversation about anything music, anything old school, relationships, wrestling, and many more. And y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Pocket every Sundays at 12 a.m. We are also on every Thursdays at 12 a.m. for spin-up semi-Thursdays where we have all of Mr. Gentleman Like That Pocket Spinoff series all in one day. Where we have a conversation about music podcasts every first Thursday at 12 a.m. The Old School Show with myself and the Star Riding Ride every fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. And we have Date Night Talk Podcast with myself and Miss Vanna B every second and third Thursday at 12 a.m. And y'all can tune in to Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Our Heart Radio, Amazon Music, The Pods, and many more. Or y'all can check it out on the official website of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast, www.realmrgentlemanlikethepocket.com. www.realmrgentlemanlikethepocket.com. And tune in every Sundays and Thursdays at 12 a.m. for Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in to this commercial break of Mr. Gentleman Like That Podcast. Back to your regularly scheduled program.
My name is Jalan Salah, and you are listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Yes, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And at this time, I got my special guest. She is an author. She is a poet. She is a writer. She is a film critic. She, I heard she's also a comedian. <laughs> we got Miss Jay on the show. Jay, how you doing? Well, hello, Ken. I'm okay. I'm good. How are you? Yes, I'm, I'm doing good. And, you know, welcome to my show, you know. And happy to have you here. I'm so, happy to do. I'm so happy to be here. Let me tell you. <laughs> nice, nice. So, we're going to start off with, where are you from? Well, I'm from Egypt. Mmm. Nice, nice. So, so I got a question. So, um... How is it? So, what time is it in Egypt right now? And what? How is it Egypt right, as in weather-wise? Weather-wise, it's still not cold. Surprisingly, although my hometown Alexandria is known for the chilly weather, so just wait for it in like December, January, February. We have all these, you know, like storms and rain and stuff. It's a, it's really tough weather if you're not an Alexandrian. You don't get used to it easily because it's always rainy and stuff like that. Humidity is high, so you feel the cold and the chills. But uh, it's a beautiful city, so I'll just find something. Oh, nice, nice. Well, you know, I'm in New York, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So it's winter here now. Apparently, I heard it probably snowing. So yeah, Ooh, yeah, I can feel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, so how I'm. Yeah. How would you describe yourself as a person? I've named three words. Three words? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Jailan, I feel, is a passionate woman. She's mm. wild. And she is, right now, she's wise. Okay? Mm. She might have been so, you know, like, all over the place in the past. But now she's just, she's still passionate. She's, she's been passionate all her life. Wild and also wise. So, this okay, is nice. me. Nice. Good, good choices. Good choices. So what do you, so what do you do for fun? Well, what I do for fun, Ken, is just talking to you and talking to people <laughs> from all over the world. I find it so cool to just get to know people because you know I've always felt like I was a freak. I always felt like I didn't fit in anywhere. So for me to just talk to people, I always have this thing in me in like, okay, finally I'll find my tribe. Finally I'll find someone I can fit in with. So I just keep discovering people, discovering places, discovering foods, discovering music, discovering sensations, you know, like going to spas, going to extreme experiences, you know, like even horror houses, just salt caves, anything you can imagine. Yoga by the sea, whatever. So for fun, I just try to do adventures or do stuff where I can discover myself and just mainly get to know people and pick their brains, you know. You know what crazy? I could definitely relate like heavy because, you know, all my life, always there with you know, social anxiety, you know, dealing with people. So as I got older, I tried to change that. So now I started the podcast show and stuff like that. It started like Start to never get more people and and around the world. So yeah, it's kind of the same place. Cody felt like I was the outcast too. So I I completely I completely get it. Trust me, I get it. So See, birds of a feather. Yes, we definitely in the same boat. We are definitely in the same boat. Yeah. And what is one talent that you have 
that nobody knows about. I wish I had something cool to just tell. You know, like I wish I could say I juggle or like dive or stuff. Maybe <laughs> in the past I used to be a good singer, but I don't think mm. I have it anymore. Like I've had it in me. I went and auditioned for local rock bands and stuff. I really oh, had wow. a good voice, and I was I should have pursued it. I think, but I was so focused on you know let's just be a writer and then you know i took the very safe route and became a pharmacist and worked you know like normal jobs and stuff now i'm back to being an artist again so who knows maybe i'll just you know let in some singing slip in you never know but i used to be really i might have been a good singer you know at least a good performer per se i'm not gonna say i'm whitney houston although i, <laughs> I like her i just love her so much so yeah that's nice. my talent Like, you no, know, funny because I used to do, I used to write songs. I used to, me and my team, we used to have a, I used to have a music group and I used to write songs. So, yeah, that's, that's crazy. We should write one together. You know, you and I, and just see what happens. The internet trolls will like go after us, like, shut up, stop writing songs. And we'll be like, no, we're artists. We just did it. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you That would be really dope. That would be that, yeah. that, would, that, 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 that would be a good idea. But yeah. let's talk about your beginning of life. So how was you growing up? Let's talk about that. Let's start with that. Well, I had a very creative childhood. You know, like for me, uh, my parents were not really into, you know, like um, just letting the kids go to the club. We have the, you know, like country clubs and stuff here where you just let the kids go and play with our kids. My parents were more interested in, you know, like nourishing us like artistically and just culturally and stuff like that to read, to go to museums, to go to plays and just teach us. My mom especially was like so invested in music. She would just let me listen to music from all around the world, like Stevie wonder like bonnie m i would listen to this when i was like nine and ten and she would just talk to me about it my dad was more classical so i'd listen to all you know like the blues and the jazz and the classic music and all the you know like the weird frank sinatra stuff so i had a very creative childhood i was also raised in my grandparents house like my grandma on my dad's side and my grandpa and my grandma on my mom's side so it was very i think you were surrounded by adults and you were also living a very creative life so this is my childhood i guess this is why i'm a writer probably i'm not gonna lie that is amazing that is amazing that's that's dope that is really dope yeah. so how all that you've been through you know as a child made you the person you are today i think i think it made everything because anything in between just fell off you know like mm. everything in between when i tried to play the normal life and just had you know like normal boyfriends and normal jobs and stuff that was not more artistic i kind of like drifted away from the child that i was so now i think now this year especially i'm living the real person that i am For the first time in probably 10 years, ever since I graduated college, I took a very different route from where I should have been. So, yeah, I think the child in me should have been this person, but 10 years ago. But you never know, you just take life and you, you let the learning curve take you. And I don't think I would have been where I am right now, more confident as a, a person, a creative person, if I didn't go, you know, different routes that didn't fit me. That's yeah, that's the I think I could relate to that too. Cause I feel like this year also shaped me more of the best version of myself that I've been like in a very long time. More especially more creative wise too. So well, la. yeah, so I definitely I definitely could relate. We we we, we got we got we got things in common. That's dope. That's dope. A lot, a lot, bro. Are you serious? Yeah, we have a lot in common. <laughs> I can yeah, feel yeah. it. 
Yes, back me too. So what? Is, so let's talk about you know you as a writer. So what inspired you to become a writer, and what made you want to go that route? Okay, so I was writing. I think I was writing at a really early age. You know, I just I didn't know why. I just I was there. I was writing even as a kid. I didn't know what I was doing. But I think the first defining moment was when my mom. I we had a library at home, and I just. I read whatever I could get my hands on, and then I told my mom, "Like, oh my gosh, why don't they have a book like this and this and this?" Mom, I really needed to read a story about this and this, and she told me, "Like, if you can't find it, why don't you write it? Just write a story like that." And I think this was the first moment. I was nine. This happened.、Mm. So ever since this moment, I don't know. I didn't stop. I guess. Nice. You know, it's funny because my next question was, "What age do you start writing?" So I think you kind of answered that already.、So、oh yeah. Was, So, so, so your first piece of writing was it、um, a story or was it a poem or? I was writing poetry at a very early、okay. age. I think I was just dabbling in poetry in、mm. when I was eight or nine, just writing stuff, you know, like what I feel was expressing my moments. And I remember clearly why I wanted to write poetry. It was, I think, a torn page from this foreign magazine. It was in English, and you know, the first language in my country is Arabic. And I read this kind of like. A poem that was torn, so it wasn't even complete, and I got so obsessed with it. Like, what are these words? What is this? I need to write like this. But the first thing that I wrote that was really coherent and had a structure was a short story, and it was inspired by my life in my school, and you know my friends and the boyfriends that each girl had and stuff. And I had made it a murder mystery. I think I kind of like wrote my bullies in it, and I wrote my friends in it as the heroes and stuff like that. I think this was the first thing that you could tell. A real piece of writing that Jay wrote, and I think I was so embarrassed even to write as kiss. And now, when I think about it, because I write really daring stuff as poetry, and my writing content, sexual content, very heavy. And I remember myself as a shy kid, like I couldn't even write that they kissed. So I just took, you know, like a thick picture of the Titanic kiss and just put it, like, and they, and just stuck the picture, like this is what they did. I'm not gonna write it. I'm not gonna write they kissed. And I was nine, and this is hilarious.、Wow. <laughs> Oh, that, is, that is dope. <laughs> that is dope. And、um, I know you wrote a book. So you wrote you wrote a couple books. So we are talking about one of them right now is the Workshop Blues. Tell us about that book and how how is the process of getting that together? Okay, look, Workstation Blues was written inspired by my a very very sad time that I had. It was a traumatic time actually for me when I was working a nine to five job at a medical company, and I got really. I had a really difficult time there. I met a lot of crap. I had a sexual harassment incident, and I didn't report it. And I've been met with some, you know, like bullying and toxic workplace environment. It wasn't a good environment. So I was in pain, and I couldn't tell anyone around me about it. So I just wrote a poem a day to cope, trying to get myself through the day. I thought, oh my god, I'm not gonna. Go out of this job. I'm not gonna leave it at all. So I just, I might just as well just write something to just let me cope with the bad experience. And when I got out of it, I think a year later, I thought, okay, this poetry could be good. I, I wrote a notebook full of poetry.、Mm-hmm. And before that time, I don't think I have written poetry for a very long time. So when I found out, like, wow, look at what I have, I might as well just. Publish it online, you know. You never know. And I got really good response. And this publishing house, Poets Inn, they approached me like, "Would you like to make a book with us?" And I was like, "Okay, great." And then they just published Workstation Blues, and it's an amazing experience. And I feel so proud of it. You know, like it's my first poetry book out there. It's my first English book out there, and 
couldn't be more proud. But the story behind it was kind of, you know, like traumatizing. But because you wrote it and you got the art out there, so at least there was a bit of a catharsis in it. Yeah, and it's funny because I read one of your poems recently. I believe it was about um, the stalker Facebook poem. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, because and, it's, it's really inspired by true events, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I read some of your poems, and you are really, really good. Very talented. So oh, just, oh, just, shout out, just shout out to you. I, I'm definitely going to read more, but for the stuff I've read so far, you're really killing it. Amazing. amazing. But let's talk, talk about your second book. You also wrote a book called Bury My Room on the West Bank. Tell us about that and tell us about the process of that book. Well, this book was different because I think I was just, I wanted to make a second book so much. And I just collected a few poems that I wrote about some times. I think it was post a relationship, post the time where I wasn't financially stable. It was, it had a lot of Egyptian elements in it, mostly the pharaonic stuff. It was inspired by the pharaonic heritage. And I tried to invest all of this. I tried to put the mythology and the reality in it. So it came out kind of weird, kind of strange. And I, I don't even know how my third poetry book is going to be. But I feel happy that with every book, I'm reinventing myself. And this one was, I think it was published just a friend of mine. He was just publishing and he just told me, you know, like, if you have something and I just gave him the manuscript, like, I have this. What do you think? And he's just, okay, I'm going to publish it. So I think, I don't know, I haven't published with a major publishing house so far, but I'm just happy, you know, like, I'm going with the flow. Honestly, don't think it too much. <laughs> And you know that's dope that you know you're doing amazing things with your book and stuff. So let my audience know where can they read your poetry and where can they purchase your book? So we got we got we got to support you. We got to support you. Okay, so my books are on Amazon.com. You can find them anywhere. And I publish my recent poetry on theprose.com. And I do you know like I try to do visual poetry and poetic collaborations. I collaborated with a chain soul soldier the poet um i collaborated with a lot of poets too so i just i do poetic collab collaborations too and visual poetry on instagram so you can find me either on instagram or on the pros.com this is the more recent stuff and the books are on amazon nice 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 yeah, everybody get her get her book yeah support her support her so tell us what is your biggest achievement as a poet or author or writer so far what do you feel is your biggest achievement getting my word out there i mean it's just so it's so beautiful when you're out there and people from other parts of the world connect to what you're doing like imagine someone from a different country who's like oh this hit me so hard i felt it this just gives me you know that i feel like i haven't done you know like grand you know like grand accomplishments so far maybe i want to do more maybe i'm kind of greedy but what i feel like is just good for me what gives me immense pleasure really is when someone just says oh man this gives me goosebumps Ugh, what have you written this just fills me with pride you know like you could just invest yourself into the lives of others and you feel this emotional and spiritual connection or whatever so for me this is my biggest accomplishment and i have to say when i was starting out writing poetry as in you know like i have different stages like i have my childhood stage and teenage stage but i have like the stage where I was a professional poet in a way. Mm -hmm. I wrote on the pros.com 
and they had this competition bleed on the page and i wrote this poem poof vagina and it was a weird fictional tale about a woman whose vagina died and a funeral for the vagina and it was a crazy idea and i just put it out there and it won the first prize and i'm just so oh, wow. this, this was a real good moment for me i was so happy with it that is dope and we look for more achievement for you oh, we, 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 i want to see you do big things because thank you can me too so, so much positive vibe and yeah, I can I I feel the positivity right now, so... Thank you, yeah, sending I'm, your way, sending your way. Yeah, yeah I, want you, I want you to win, I want you to win. Thank I want you, you to win. So what, is, so what is your goal for your poultry, and what message you want to bring to like your audience when you read your poultry? I want them to feel. I want people to just feel. Like, what I want w- with people, with anything that I do, anything artistic that I do, it just... Because for me, okay... When I watch a movie or just hear a song, there are good songs and there are good movies, but there are movies that make you feel. You feel, you feel things, you know, you feel something strange happen to you. Like you feel the experience left you different. So this is what I aim for. This is my main goal. Mm, nice, nice. And I don't even bet you're going to do it. I, I look forward to it. Yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah, thank you. So, so recently I heard you on another podcast show who is one of my podcast friends, you know, shout out to Michelle Podcast. And on, on that show, she said that you was a, a funny girl. I tell tried. Us, tell us more about that. Tell us more about that. Tell us more about that. <laughs> I, just, I just try. I just try. You know, I've always been like a funny kid, you know, like with my friends and with my sister and even with my boyfriends, you know, like, and with men, it's different because when you're in a relationship, you know, like you don't never feel the dynamic. Like you could feel the guy accepting the comedy from you as a woman because my comedy is like really outrageous and most men see me as this you know like cute girl and stuff like that so for me to just be an aggressive and daring comedian even in real life would always get me the reaction that i want and this is always something that i i aim even in real life i don't know maybe i'm crazy but i just aim for a reaction from people like i just want to see intense feelings and intense emotions and stuff like that because i guess i get off on that so with michelle who's like a babe someone i totally love and i totally love her podcast so shout out to michelle if you're listening baby um because for me just to talk with her and to just generate this energy and get off it for me it makes me I don't know, like, life more meaningful for me. I think I grew up, even my cynical side and my left side, after many traumas and many dark times that I've had in life. And I I never had an easy life, and I've had really, really dark moments in my life. And at the heart of these moments, I think I developed the comedic sense. And also, I think I just took it after my dad, of course, who was, like, a very, very dark, cynical person. So I just always wanted, when I was a kid, to be, you know, like, I want to be him. I want to be him because, you know, I always thought, you know, like, mainly when you're in a big conservative family, you feel like a lot of the people are boring. (laughs) I'm sorry to the relatives. But most of them are are boring. They're not just, you know, like, making fun of sadness. They always want to sit tight. And women are supposed to be like, you know, you should sit like this and talk like this. I always wanted to break the mold. I always wanted to break the status quo. So for me, being a funny girl, I think, is just trying to make sense of the craziness that is life and at the same time you know just having fun so yeah with michelle i think i became even bolder in expressing this comedic side of mine and i wanted to do it more and i got off her energy because she's such a great person great personality great comedian so yeah i think it's it's a pivotal moment for me this year no and and, and i like the laugh so yeah so 
though. We'll get along. We'll get along. Yeah, we definitely will. We definitely will. Yeah. Joke along. And also, shout out to Michelle, yo. She killing with her show. Check out the Michelle podcast, y'all. Check it out. It's a good show. So, uh, also, since we on the topic of, you know, funny and stuff, uh, who are your favorite comedians? Name your top three favorite comedians. Man, I, I love a lot of comedians. I think I love... I was recently introduced by Michelle to Michaela Cole. She has this show, Chewing Gum, which is, like, amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I love Issa Rae, of course. She's, like, amazing for me. I love, too... Oh, my gosh. Barbara Streisand, too. Mm-hmm. I love a lot of female comedians, really. I, I used to love Robin Williams, of course. I love him so much. And I love a lot of the stand-up comedy people. They're just... There's a lot of crazy people out there. I just... I'm open to everything. I just try to get off the energy, too. But mainly, I love the female comedians who are, like, just not afraid of being themselves and going out there, you know, with their energy and with their stuff. And I always try to find new ones. So, yeah. Yeah, agree, agree. There's a lot of dope um, comedians out there, women, men and women, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 a lot. Yeah, but let's switch gears a little bit. So, um, I'm not sure if y'all had it, y'all probably did, but in Egypt, um, you know, in here we had a pandemic, you know, COVID and stuff like that. So, I want to know, how did the pandemic affect you? What did you learn from it? How did, how did, How was it in Egypt? Because I, I, I don't even know. How was it each other? It was kind of, you know, like, it was a bit scary at first because, you know, like, uh, we knew a lot of people. We lost a lot of people to COVID and it was just sad. And the environment was intense. A lot of, you know, like, folks kind of, like, had it rough. And we were f- afraid, especially for our parents and for our elderly and stuff like that. So it was not fun. But I think what I really did during COVID because I had a stable job at the time, believe it or not. I would go and we would have shifts, okay? And we had a very mean manager. He didn't, you know, like a lot of places said you can work from home. But us, no, our manager was so mean. You just have to go out there. And we were so scared to even walk in the street. So just the audacity that he had to like tell people to just go to the office, it was so mean. We just went and I remember having shifts when I was on my own in the office. And that's when I started developing this series. I used to have a Facebook account back then. And it was like, Dear Zorro. Okay, you know, like Zorro, the the figure, you know, like the masked yeah, yeah, stranger yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I was so infatuated by this figure when I was a little kid because Antonio Banderas played it. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. So now, that time, I would go to the office and work was very scarce. There was nothing to do. You would just open social media and see you know, like people dying or people just getting yeah. sick. You were so traumatized by it. So I was like, what can I do now? It's terrible environment. It's a terrible time. And I don't want to even think that I might be bringing it to my parents. Yes, we yeah, yeah. we had all the precautions and stuff like that. And I would wear the mask and sanitize every now and then. But still, it was scary. So for me, as a part of healing, I wrote this Dear Zoro series. And I would just read it and on Facebook and just go home and then come back the next day and I would feel people like, please write. And there was this girl, she was working the same company with me, but in a different apartment department. And she would watch it. And she sent me this private message. I still have it to the day. She was like, I read what you write every day. Please don't stop. So for me, just to try and do something out of the darkness and the ambiguity that we all lived in I think this just made me feel like there was something in me that was alive even at a certain time like that 
I agree. I know over here it was really, really bad. Mm-hmm. I know I, I had a bad experience, you know, all that time, you know, dealing with anxiety and stuff like that. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but the, you know, the podcast helped me, you know, take this a lot more serious and tell me to really, you know, put myself out there and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, also, also my, my Nintendo Switch, could that help me too? Because going through all, all the bad things, it was a good distraction. Yeah, all, yeah. All, all that, all that is going on out there. So, yeah. So, so yeah, so yeah, but but let's just yeah. let 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 get back to more positive positive notes. Let's get back to more positive. Yeah. So so what is your dream venture? Something that you always want to do. I want to take a road trip, and I I always imagine that if I go to America, I'll take a road trip. I don't think I'll stay in a state. I'll just take a road trip and you know like go from a place to place. I want to forget who I am. You know, like I want to take a road trip where I would go from state to state, from town to town, and not be Jailan. Jail- I not be Jailan, be a person, you know, like a creature and just go from a place to another place to another and meet people, people, people. And then who knows how many days have passed, how many, you know, months and stuff. And then see at the end of it, am I still me or is it someone else? For me, it's always, you know, like these crazy things where you just lose yourself in the experience. This is what I want to do. I just want to lose myself and just, you know, be even, I want to see if I can surprise myself with things in me that I didn't know exist. Mm. I ain't gonna lie. You say you want to go to America. I want to go to Egypt. So that's kind of on my list. Egypt is on my list. Definitely. You got to come. You got to come. You got to take care of you. Yeah, that's will come. That's will come. Definitely. So, So what other projects that you got going on that you haven't mentioned yet? I'm still I'm working on my visual poetry project and I have you know like trying to work on some collaborations right now and I have a poetry book in and in two weeks there might be something that I'm working on with Michelle so oh, stay okay. tuned everybody it's gonna be something really cool just wait for it in two weeks you'll find all about it and it's you know like exciting so yeah there is a lot that I'm working on I'm just trying to it's trying to discover I think myself and others through art I'm, I'm looking forward to everything you're about to do. I am looking forward to everything you're about to do. So okay. what? <laughs> you're welcome. So what do you have to say for anybody going to say about you? Say, say something inspirational. You know, as a writer, a poet, author. I want to tell people, okay, because I've been in this place, and I hope someone who is listening would just get something out of it. I've been down, you know, like really down, where you lose everything. You you lose, you know, everything that you love you just get betrayed and life just stumps on you so hard and you you start again at a certain age from zero i just want to tell these people just to hold on to the the true thing inside them because this is what really matters i know this sounds stupid sometimes or just insane or just simple words when you're in a bad situation because i've been in a bad situation before but i didn't want to get out of bed i've had depression that hard where i was just confined in my room and even my sister, whom I love so much because she is just everything to me, would tell me, like, it will pass. It will get better. You will just look back on this and feel like it didn't even exist. And you will go and you have to hold on to your art, your art. And I always feel like, what is she saying? This I don't feel anything. But now that I look at myself now, yes, I can see that this person didn't see what was in store for them. So I want to tell anybody who is in this dark place, if they have something true inside them, to just hold on to it. Because this will be 
the release. This will be, this will save them. Nice. Nothing nice. else. <laughs> there you go. Drop the mic. That was amazing. That was amazing. So before you go, we're going to play a segment game. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to play a segment game called, usually I do five random topics, but since this conversation is really dope, I'm going to give you 10 random topics. Ooh. Well, actually 10 random topics, and you just give me your opinion on it. It could be short, long, it, it don't matter. Are you, are you ready? Ready. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to start over. What is your favorite food? Favorite food? Yes. Can I say coffee? Um, I mean, I can eat like, I can eat like, I think I love French fries. I love appetizers like French fries and hors d'oeuvre and whatever. I just love these appetizers more than main courses. Please take the main courses out of my and dipping to anything that you can dip in. I just take the dipping and like throw the main course away. So there's the food for you. I have a weird taste. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it way, but I don't mind, I don't mind that either. I don't, I don't mind that either. I, I eat anything, so I'm, I'm a foodie, so I don't mind that either. <laughs> so, what is your favorite type of music? Oh, jazz, jazz and metal and rock and oh, I'm a, I'm a metalhead. I'm a total metalhead, and of course I love, but I love gangster rap. You know, like <laughs> I feel like it'd be like, yeah, I started at a Compton. <laughs> this is me. This is totally me. So yeah, as you can feel like, first of all, of course, I love jazz and blues and stuff like that. Oh, takes me other places, and then. A metal because I'm a metal rocker and my teenage years were all about rock and heavy metal and stuff like that and of course gangster rap mm, so, interesting. Yeah. interesting choices that's nice interesting choices I like all types of music R&B is my favorite but oh, you know I love R&B I love R&B yeah, too. Yeah, I love yeah, a lot yeah. of music I have a yeah, weird taste you know, you're not the only one trust me you're not the only one my playlist is weird you can hear um, play, uh, be here pop one day R&B the next country Yes, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I, I'm open to anything. You just suggest songs to me and I'll listen. I love yeah, pretty much. Yeah, me too. Me too. I like a lot. Me too. What is your favorite show, TV show right now? I was obsessed with The Bear, but I also want to watch. I think I want to watch Atlanta for some reason. Yeah. So I was obsessed with The Bear, and I'm I'm going into Atlanta. I, I there is also this conversations with friends and stuff. I watched it for a while, and it was good. So these are the top three for me. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Oh, you kind of you, you kind of answered this one already. Where is a vacation that you want to go? Easy road trip. I want to go <laughs> to a road trip across the states. I woke up in New York City. You know, like the, there's this song. I woke up in a car. I love this song so much because it's just about a guy just going on, heading from state to state and stuff. So yeah, this is this is the ideal vacation spot for me. Nice. Right, what movie made you cry? Oh, a lot. But I think I like dark mo- Like Moonlight made me cry. And In the Mood for Love made me cry. I don't cry at, you know, like the the romantic movies so much. But more of the intense dramas. Mm. These make me cry. So I think I watched The Perks of Being a Wallflower. And I was just reminiscing on my teenage years and school years and stuff. So I cried like a baby. Also, The Lion King. Because I just can't let go. Please don't take his father. And this something, yeah. So these are the movies that made me cry the most. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lion King too for me. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Stop. Um, favorite cartoon. 
Easy, The Lion King, yeah. <laughs> but of course, The Little Mermaid, because I was so aerial when I was little. I was just, I, I had long hair, of course it wasn't red, but I had long hair and I would sing part of my your world like out loud and like feel like I'm her, just let me out and stuff. And I hated Ursula so much. <laughs> and I love this, the scene where this was kiss the girl and stuff like, I loved it. I would just sing it all the time. I loved all the songs too. Of course, when I grew up, I I was more into, you know, like the Hayao Miyazaki animated movies and stuff like that. Because I loved Studio Ghibli so much. But when I was little, these were the ones. I know. That's the, you know, classic cartoons, you know, we, we, we grew up on them. We grew yeah. up on them. I, Kevin Hart or Eddie Murphy? Kevin Hart, baby. I love Kevin Hart, okay? I loved, I was going to say Kevin Hart is my favorite comedian. Man, I just, I'd watch him in an interview and I'd just laugh. For some reason, he just gets on all the... Eddie Murphy, for some reason, I love him more as a serious actor. For me, he's just... And he also, he made this... Okay, he made this movie, which I know might be not scary now, but I watched it when I was little. It's called The Vampire in Brooklyn. This movie mm-hmm. scared the shit out of me. Seriously, <laughs> I came to the day and I remembered, like, man, no, I don't want to meet Maximilian. And it had, of course, Angela Bassett, which is like a goddess. I love her so much. So yeah, it was... A, cool movie i'm i have to write about this movie or make a video about it or something because i love it so much i'm obsessed with it even to the day nice um i got a lot on um, kevin hart at first when i when kevin first thought he wasn't my favorite comedian but yeah. he grew on me he, he grew on me heavy though he yeah yeah heavy yeah and, and eddie murphy Eddie Murphy. I, 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 I can't, we can't say. I, I know. Mean, I, I know what you mean. I love him as yeah. an actor. I think Eddie Murphy has this thing. He has this. He's this. Just you know, like this air about him that makes him. I don't know. More mysterious to me. So for me, he's just like, <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe he'll be the vampire for me all the time. And I look at him like, no, you're gonna turn. Yeah, Eddie yeah. Murphy do too. Eddie Murphy do too. Love us, yeah. All right, I'm gonna ask you a hard question. Ooh. Okay, Michael Jackson. Or Whitney Houston. But I, I can't. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I do. I love Michael Jackson as a rocker. I think he's a great rock star. Like Michael Jackson is not pop. Okay, Michael Jackson is a rock star. Look at the music. Look at the the grit. Look at the grunge. No, he's a rock star. He's one of the greatest rock stars ever living on this planet. But Whitney is Queen Whitney. You know, like when she sings. This is what I'm telling you. This is what I aim at with real art. Like. When she sings, something happens, and you're not in this world. You're engulfed in her voice and in her prowess and in her power, in her vulnerability, in her intensity. You feel like she owns you. This woman owns you. So for me, Whitney's like there, but Michael is like the imaginary friend we all had as kids and stuff like that. So yeah, he's gonna, I, he's the moonwalker, baby. I mean, you know, this is hard. I'm a fan of both of them. I'm yeah. a fan of both of them. I, know, so I, love, I, I, I love Whitney's music or my life, but I, I love Michael. I mean, I, of course, I'm, I am a big Michael fan, though. So, um, so but, yeah, I, I love. <laughs> oh, are you serious, man? And the guitars alone, man, hey, this guy it was like, I'm not. Sometimes I always thought, wow, what if Michael Jackson was an alien? And we were just in on it. Him and David Bowie, I always think of them like these guys might not even be from Earth, and we were all fooled to think they were here. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, this is. Insane. Oh wow. And I got one last one. Since you are since you are a film critic, so I'm asking this this question. Mm. What is your five favorite movies of all time? In the mood for love. 
There's this Kung Fu Master by Chantal Ackerman, and it's a great movie. I have to watch. It's so emotional. And Moonlight, of course, Barry Jenkins' Moonlight. And 12 Angry Men. And let's see the fifth. I'll say Raging Bull by Martin, Martin Scorsese, whom I really love. So, yeah, you have. And these are the top five now at the top of my head. I have more, of course, but these ones cool. are like, and they're so different from each other. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, Moonlight, okay. like, uh, I love Moonlight. So, I'm obsessing over Moonlight ever since I saw it in 2016 or something. I can't stop. Yeah, those are good choices. I, I, I can't even do that. Top five, it's hard to pick. I can't even do it. It's, hard. it's too much. But you should have told me your top five. What are they? Come on. Uh, I mean, you gotta give me something. My, my favorite. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta think. Um, ooh, this hard. Lion, Lion King is one of my favorite movies. Also. Um, Please. Of course, Toy Story. Of course, is another one I could watch all the time. <laughs> um, this movie called The Last Dragon. It's a, it's a, it's a, Dragon, of course, so endearing. Oh my god, tenure, <laughs> babe. I'll uh, see. Um, what else? What else? Um, I'm a, um, Rush Hour is one of my favorite movies. I always watch Rush Hour. I love Rush Hour. So crazy. Yes, Jackie Chan. My dad is a great Jackie Chan fan, so you could have imagined our house having, you know, like VH tapes of Jackie Chan. So I've had my Jackie Chan experience education back then. <laughs> and yeah. and the last one, it's hard because. My list changed all the time. I would, I would say this is my top five. Then another list is, is something else. I, but I got Who Framed Roger Rabbit? You know that's a classic. Growing up, because <laughs> <laughs> of Jessica Rabbit. You guys all like it because of Jessica. Yeah. I mean, come on, it's a crazy. I love Roger Rabbit, of course. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, These are really awesome choices, and they saw that they show that you have this, you know, like childish, kiddish side, which I think is so cute. It just appears; it just shows in you. You have the child in you is alive, and I feel these are my favorite people because I believe I am like that too. Like we didn't kill our inner child. I've yeah, learned yeah. this, you know, like in yoga and reiki sessions. Like, don't kill your inner child. This is what will make you creative all your life. So That's I can feel yeah. it in you, and I'm so happy. Uh, and I definitely feel that way too. And I like a lot of it. I love the cups. I might, I might have to bring it back so we just talk about movies. Cause please, be, please, yeah, let's that. have a movie heavy episode. I'm in oh, for you it. Know what? You know what? You know, we're going to make that happen. We're going to make that happen. Okay. But, okay. but but until then, Jay, thank you for coming on the show. It was a really dope conversation. I, I love this positive energy. I love this conversation. We definitely go do part, part two interview. Definitely. And, and keep, keep killing with your poetry. You know, I definitely go. You know, support you and check it out most of and keep doing your thing thank you Ken. thank you for having me it was great it was dope really it, i love it. it it was it was but but before you go drop your social media where everybody can reach you and drop everything that you're doing all your poetry where they can get your book and stuff like that this is your time Okay, um, you can just find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jailan Salman and you can find me on theprose.com. I publish all my new poetry and I have also Jailan Salman Writes, which is my Facebook page. I have a YouTube page too. I'm just trying to put some of my videos and interviews and stuff like that. So yeah, you can reach me anywhere in this. I'd love to connect with artists and stuff like that. Though all her information will also be on the show notes. So yeah, you gotta check it out on there. And thank y'all and we'll be right back. Hello, everybody. 
This is your boy Ken, aka Mr. Gentleman. Now I am the host of Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And this commercial break is brought to you by Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast presents Spinoff Series Thursdays. And Spinoff Series Thursday is the new home for Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast Spinoff Series. That brought to you shows like a conversation about music podcasts, the old school show, and date night talk podcast. And a conversation about music podcast is a music spin-off series where we talk about anything music from the current music scene and the old school music scene, where we interview many guests that's in the music industry and artists about their music journey. We have a segment game called The Face Off, which is a versus inspired game. And we have roundtable discussion about variety of music topics. And y'all can check out a conversation about music podcast every first Thursday at 12 a.m. Every first Thursday at 12 a.m. Now, the old school show that featured myself and the star Roddy Rod is a show where we discuss anything old school from music, TV shows, movies, and many more. We also bring in guests to join in on the old school conversation. Y'all can check out the old school show with myself and the star Roddy Rod every fourth Thursday the 12 a.m. Every fourth Thursday the 12 a.m. And last but not least, we have Date Night Talk Podcast with myself and Miss Bana B, where we talk about anything relationship related topics like love, dating, relationships, cheating, the good and the bad, and many more. And y'all can check out this spin-off series, Date Night Talk Podcast, every second and third Thursday at 12 p.m. So look out for Mr. Gentleman, Lifestyle Podcast Presents, spin-off series Thursday, a conversation about music podcast every first Thursday. The old school show with myself and the star Roddy Rod every fourth Thursdays and date night talk podcast with myself and Miss Vana B every second and third Thursdays. And y'all can check out Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast every Sundays for the main series and every Thursday for spin-off series Thursdays. And thank y'all for checking out this commercial break. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. I just want to take the time to thank everybody for tuning in to this latest episode of Mr. Gentleman, Like the Podcast, the winter finale of Mr. Gentleman, Like the Podcast. Thank you, Jay, for coming on the show. 
you are an amazing individual. You brought so much positive vibes to this, to, the, to this episode. This was a really dope conversation. And I want to thank you for sharing your story, sharing how you came up. And just continue to do amazing things. Y'all check out her poetry and all her books that she got out on Amazon. And shout out to her. I am looking forward to bringing you back on the show when we do this movie episode in a future episode. So once again, thank you, Jay, for coming on the show. Shout out to you. And y'all already know, y'all can check out my bros, the Premier Boy Podcast, with myself, Aaron Kikto Sands, Star Riding Rod, Long Live the Chief Molly Mel, the Premier Boy Podcast Season 3, premiering January 4th at 12 a.m. January 4th at 12 a.m. The Premier Boy Podcast returns January 4th at 12 a.m. And y'all already know, I left the Premier Boy Podcast, but I still go to support my brothers. But y'all can check out the recap episode. So yeah, y'all can get picked up to date on what's been going on with the Premier Podcast from the season three, um, season two finale, and many more. Y'all can check that out this Wednesday at 12 a.m. Y'all can check out the, the recap episode of the Premier Podcast. And then y'all can check out the premiere, season three premiere of the Premier Podcast, January 4th at 12 a.m. January 4th at 12 a.m. So last week, I, I started a new segment where I would shadow five podcasters at the end of the show called the Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Shoutouts. And last week, just to recap last week, who I shout out. Now, last week, I shout out the Red Dog Podcast. I shout out the Geeky Dad and the Boy to First Kids. I shout out Kathy Vibes Podcast. I shout out Lab to Listen. And I shout out Wild Night with Rocky, you know. If y'all haven't yet, check out the five shows that I shot out last week. So this week, I got a new five set of shows where I'm going to shout out. And the first show that I'm going to shout out is the Michelle Podcast. Now, she is a funny individual, and I enjoy the conversation that happened on the show. She's just a funny girl. And like I mentioned with my guest who was on in the Michelle Podcast, it's a dope show. Y'all can catch out, check her out on Monday. So, shout out to Michelle, man. That's a very funny show. Check her out, support her. The next show that I'm going to acknowledge is Pedal of Support with Mama D. I, lo- I love the show. She, she, you know, have amazing advice. And also have some guests with the sleepover. Hopefully one day I'd be on the sleepover as well. We, we could make that work, but, you know... Shout out to Mama D. Shout out to Pedal Support. Y'all can catch that show every Tuesdays and every Thursday. So shout out to Mama D. Check out her show, Pedal of Support. The next show that I'm going to acknowledge, and this is a brand new show that I started listening to. And honestly, once I heard the show, I kind of was hooked on the show. You know, shout out to today. We laugh and learn. You know, shout out to Chris and Deb. Um... They are funny women, you know. Y'all, let's know when y'all listen to the show. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna laugh and y'all gonna learn something. And also, shout out to them because they shouted me out recently on their show, you know, about my uh, with the anxiety and fear anxiety episode. So I wanted to return the favor. Yeah, it's pretty dope. So check that show out. I, I'm not sure what day they drop. I want to say, I believe Wednesday or Thursday. But you know, shout out to them. And yeah, keep keep doing amazing things. 
the next show that I'm going to acknowledge are the things about this podcast with Fiona and Willie. Man, <laughs> man, this couple got, you know, amazing chemistry. The topic that they brought to the show is always dope. And, you know, I just want to shout them to them, you know, the King of the Queens. Shout out to y'all. I believe they drop every Sunday. I could be wrong. But shout out to them. Check out the things about us with Fiona and really. And the last show that I'm going to acknowledge, and this show got a really unique name. This is the this is one of the new shows that I'm listening to. Check out Thinking with Your Butt. Stop Thinking with Your Butt <laughs> with Katie and Chris. Um, when I first heard this show, I was like, yo, this is pretty interesting. They they discussed media this the topic, and, and I became a fan of the show. So shout out to Katie and Chris. Check out Stop Thick With Your Butt. Also, check out all the shows that I announced for this week. Mr. Gentleman, like that shout-outs. You know, that Michelle podcast, Pedal of Support. Today, we laugh and learn the things about us and Stop Thick With Your Butt. Check those five shows out, and I'll bring you another one whenever the next episode of Season 6 returns. And y'all already know where I'm at every Sundays. Mr. Gentleman, like that podcast each and every Sunday at 12 a.m., we on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, All Heart Radio, Amazon News, and Pies, and many more. Y'all can rate the show. Five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pies, and Podchases. The more you rate the show, the more people know about Mr. Gentleman, Life the Podcast. As y'all already know, we got the spin-off series of Mr. Gentleman, Life the Podcast, a conversation about music podcasts. Season two returns in February, and also every first Sunday at 12 a.m. You know, we got the old school show, myself and the Star Riding Rod, every fourth or fifth Sunday at 12 a.m. And Date Night Talk Podcast with myself and Mifana B every first and fourth Thursday at 12 a.m. But, but you know, um, as y'all know, season six is only going to be on a short break and we will return with new episodes for season 6 January 29th so y'all probably wondering what is going to fill those spots because I'm not taking a break yet <laughs> I'm not taking a break yet so what is going to fill those, fill those spots for the holiday season so here's the announcement so the old school show starting next week on Christmas day the old school show will be on Sunday for the next four weeks. So starting for Christmas Day, the old school show, the last four episodes of season two will start on Christmas Day next week. So y'all will get old school show from basically half of the last next four Sundays in January. So starting next week on Christmas Day and the next three weeks in January. But yeah, also that's not all I bring y'all for this holiday season. Date Night Talk podcast also will be returning for the for, for the next four episodes of season one, starting December 29th. So y'all will get both the old school show and Date Night Talk podcast for the next four weeks. So look out for that. Also, January 20th, Mr. Gentleman Life That Podcast. Four year anniversary January 20th, which is a Friday this year, with the gentleman like that podcast 
four-year anniversary celebration on January 20th. And y'all already know, um, I will start asking for a shout-out. So you want to leave a shout-out, just hit me up, and we can set something up, and y'all can set up your shout-out. Y'all already know on that episode, I would not, you know, listen to your shout-outs, but y'all already know, y'all want to leave a shout-out and hit me up, and we can set something up. So, yeah, and also, if you're a guest or a gentleman like the podcast and the spin-off series, y'all can just hit me up on my email, kenypgent at gmail.com, kenypgent at gmail.com, and y'all can see me a bio about yourself and everything that you do. Also, y'all can hit me up on social media, ken underscore gentleman, I repeat, ken, K-E-N underscore Mr. M-R, gentleman, G-E-N-T-L-E, I'm A-N, and we can set the number through social media where y'all hit me on on IG, Twitter, Snapchat, and many more. So we can set something up. And yeah, and y'all already know, add me on Good Pod, Kim and the Gentleman, where we can listen to everybody's show, see what everybody listening to, get rate each other's show, and we had the charts. So y'all already know at this time, we will do the chart review for Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, and that, and right now we got the good part charts. And at this moment, we are number two for top 100 shows on Good Pod. We are number two for top 100 shows on Good Pod. Also, we are also number two for top 100 episodes, which is the you know, episode 109, The Wet Lounge with Sierra Coco. Shout out to Sierra Coco. No, so we are number two for the episode. And also, we are still number one for society and culture. We are still number one for society and culture. And this has been the 10th day with the gentleman. Like the pocket has been number one for society and culture. So I just want to say thank you, everybody, that continue to listen, rate, support Mr. Gentleman. Like the pocket is one of good pods. Y'all already know, I think y'all every episode, but it really means a lot that everybody really supporting me. And and once again, thank y'all, man. Let's continue to support the show. Let's continue to grow the show. And once again, I'm I'm I'm, I'm thankful and I thank y'all, man. That just really means a lot. I thank y'all. Y'all already know, check out the official Mr. Gentleman Light the Pocket website. www.realmrgentlemanlightthepocket.com www.realmrgentlemanlightthepocket.com Real Mr. Gentleman, lightthepocket.com, where y'all can listen to every episode of Mr. Gentleman, Like the Podcast. Y'all can watch every video of Mr. Gentleman, Like the Podcast. You can check out every guest profile. Just like Jay profile will be added on the website now. You can check out every interview that I ever been on, in which I will be taking more interviews in 2023. So I'll be going back to going on Get the Pierces on Podcast in 2023. But check out every interview that I've been on so far. Y'all can even support me on the website with buy me coffee. You can buy me coffee on the website. Y'all can also buy merch from T Public on the website. Y'all know we got t-shirts, hoodie, mugs, pillows, and many more. So support Mr. Gentleman like the pockets. The best way that you can share the show, listen, buy merch, tell a friend to tell a friend, rate the show, but. This support Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, the better that you can. If you have support Mr. Gentleman, like the podcast, I think y'all this really means a lot. 
And I just want to remind y'all that starting next Sunday, the old school show with myself and the Star Rider Ride will start the last four episodes of season two of the old school show. And next Thursday, Date Night Talk podcast with myself and Miss Bonner B start with the last four, the last three episodes next Sunday, next Thursday at Toby So look out for next week, the old school show and Date Night Talk podcast. January 20th, the four-year anniversary of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. The four-year anniversary episode of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. January 20th. And January 29th, season six of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast Return. Season six of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast Return, January 29th. And once again, thank y'all for tuning into the latest episode of Mr. Gentleman Like the Podcast. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody. Have a good day. On that, remember you're listening to this episode. True! This is Laquita from the Queen and Me podcast, and you're listening to Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast.